0: Welcome to Foot News, where we talk most things football, also known as soccer. We'll try to keep you up to date with the most important things happening in the world of football. We love the Premier League, and we love playing FPL. Those will be our main focus, but of course, there's the World Cup, Champions, and Europa League, and a bunch of other important things that could be happening. It's just a couple of friends talking about the game they love. I'm your host, X. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining us on another episode of Foot News. It's a quick little special episode that we decided to make uh, to make sure that everybody is aware of what's going on with one of the biggest players in the history of football. I would say definitely no matter who you are, you would rank him within your at least top 10 to some people, um, top five to some people. He's the GOAT. Whatever it might be, whatever you might want to call it, it doesn't matter uh, it is an interview that I feel is at a magnitude that got to the level that it's at because of the player who is saying it. Uh, we do have some guests with us that are joining us via, I guess you would call it, a messenger. They don't have the mics yet, but I will be reading off some of the things that are saying. And we'll basically have a conversation. And I'm still here with George. Georgie, how you doing? Say what's up to the people.
1: What's going on, everybody? Uh, definitely a uh, unique topic. Uh, tonight,
0: For sure. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, super excited about it. We are missing Chacon and I know we still have to make the whole episode with the results and how the table is for the Premier League. Uh, we will do that, but we're so focused on planning for the World Cup. Super excited about the things that we have ready for you guys. I know the World Cup's going to be all the craze. Uh, we'll still get the the table and the results and who's top and all that stuff. We'll make a short segment on one of these episodes coming up this week. Uh, but definitely our, our attention is shifting to the World Cup, as I'm sure everybody else in the world is. But anyways, so if you don't know Cristiano Ronaldo, plays for Man United. If you don't know him, I don't even know why you're tuning into this. But if you don't know him, like I said, one of the top players in the history. He recently had an interview with Piers Morgan on his talk show, Uh, Piers Morgan Uncensored. Piers Morgan is from the UK. He's a talk show host. So basically, uh, Cristiano came out and had a bunch of statements to make about his current club, Manchester United. Uh, And it's obviously a very spicy topic. Some people feel that what he's talking about definitely is true. Some people are thinking that he's going about it the wrong way. And what the crazy thing is that we're having a whole conversation about this and the entire interview isn't even out yet, just snippets of things that he has said. Um, But the interview will drop uh, two parts, actually. It'll be on Wednesday and Thursday, so more things will come out. Uh, But here are some of the main things that he has said. Basically, the biggest one is saying that he feels betrayed by his club, Manchester United, and it's it's one of the biggest things, and people are saying that he's basically separating himself from the club. Um, He's going to, you know, but... I feel like I don't know, George, if you I know you're a Manchester United fan. I feel like what he's saying isn't I might I might be the minority here, but I love the interview. I so far, I haven't seen the whole thing. But what he's saying, he's exposing Manchester United. And I feel like they don't really appreciate it. But at the same time, um, he's not wrong. He I don't think he told a lie there at all. How do, you, how do you feel about okay.
1: this? Well, um, I think to any Manchester United true fan, he didn't say anything that, that we didn't already know, if that makes sense. Uh, it, it, that's something that's, since Sir Alex Ferguson left, that's always been the issue. And even deeper than that, when the Glaciers bought Manchester United, you know, we've never liked them as the owners is uh they're you know they're just looking out for the best interest in terms of just cash cashing out on a club like United put it in in more debt than it already is it's just a cash cow for them not really uh I don't know it's just one of those things that the Glacier family is just you know slowly just killing this club off but in terms of what United uh Cristiano said about you know being betrayed I mean, there's, it's, it's, it's a lot of things you can go there. I get, I would assume, but I don't know. It's, it's a really complex topic. Uh, and obviously we haven't heard the interview. So, you know, whether you defend them or you criticize them or whatever you stand at after Thursday, we probably can, you know, tweak our mind or maybe dig in even more. But uh, I would just say, you know, before I guess, you know, then I'll turn it over to you real quick. Is that what he said was right in terms of the whole, like, you know, us not upgrading, you know, having anything, I guess, like, upgraded in terms of, like the, the training grounds. The, he, he even said the chef. Uh, all that is true. Right. And obviously, the success post-Alex Ferguson is not there. 13 titles up until he left. And now we haven't won Premier League title. So, obviously. But, I mean, I think any... True United fan knows that already, and you know I'll save everything else for later. But I mean, I don't think he exposed anything that a real United fan didn't know. It's just more for the, I guess, the masses, right? Because he has such a huge outreach.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, so we do have, like I said, two guests. We have uh, Ahmad Hawaii and we have Geranio Viveros, who I to me are people that have taught me a lot about the game. Uh, they're close friends of me. Uh, close friends of, I would say, you as well. And we also have Walter, uh, Darwin Nunes, super supporter, most complete player in the world, all time, also joining us. Uh, and Ahmad does state that it's actually almost a bad look, not just for Ronaldo, but for the club as well. Uh, would you agree with that? Uh, Wally, are you, are you on, Wally? I'm sh- are you, We had some technical difficulties. Wally, are, are you with us? I am on. Can you hear me? Yes, can hear you. What do you What do you think about that? Do you think it's a, both a bad look for Ronaldo? Do you think it's a bad look for Ronaldo, or do you think that he really what he's saying is true, and people are just being mad because hey, sometimes the truth hurts.
2: Um, honestly, if you notice preseason, um, he came out and said, "Hey, I don't want to be here. I want I want to leave." Um, Man United said, "Hey, you're not for sale. You're going to stay." Um, he skipped out like what. I think it was like three weeks of preseason. He joined like the last week before the season started. He didn't play any games. I mean, he obviously stated, hey, I don't want to play. I want to go play some Champions League ball. So from the beginning, he said, hey, I don't want to be here. So it's nothing new. I mean, we known that, hey, Manu was just kind of like a, I wouldn't say retirement, but it was his last big paycheck. Yeah. Um, Anywhere he goes from now, it's, it's going to be Cutting wages. I don't know if he's going to get Champions League ball again. Um, I was reading that they were saying that he might go back to uh, what is his sporting? Is that where he started? Yeah. Um, he might go back there.
0: Yeah. So, so but to kind of think- to kind of push back. Sorry to cut you off. I know it's an open conversation. To kind of push back on what you were saying. Um. So what we we so what's making this interview so spicy is the fact that we don't know every aspect of everything. We only see one, you know, one side of the story and that's always going to be the club side of the story. And, and that comes with many players. And I think that's why I love this interview so much um, because he's kind of exposing them. So the whole preseason thing, a lot of people may not know this, but he, his, his wife, Georgina was pregnant with twins and they ended up losing. Well, actually his daughter, one of the twins got really, really sick. So he had asked to basically. Take the time off to be with his family, as I think anybody else in the world would have done the same thing. They basically asked him to choose the club over his own family. I don't know if you saw this, Wally, because I just uh, saw okay. this one today. But his daughter was really sick, and they ended up actually losing um, his daughter. So no, that's son, very. Son. I, no, no, it was his
1: daughter? No, it was the son. It was it a was daughter. A twin. It was,
2: it was a son. The boy made it. The girl, he lost the girl. Oh. if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, they were both having complications. They lost the daughter. Okay. Oh, sorry, they lost a the twin boy. Regardless of which, regardless of which, they anyways, he lost one of his children and he wanted to ask for that time to be, uh, basically be with his wife and be with his family. And the club said no. And instead of kind of coming out and saying that he was having some complications with, you know, his family and having to be the family man that he is, they kind of just made him Basically, what he said, they kind of pointed the finger at him. The media said, "Oh, he doesn't want to be part of this." People, the people that were uninformed, which I'm sure we were all at fault here, were like, "He wants to leave," but he ended up losing one of his kids. Like that's mad disrespectful for you know a player of his caliber and the things that he's done for a club like Manchester United. So I don't know if you saw that, Wally, but that is actually something that happened, and the club was lying about it. So. So that, yeah, I think, that, well, I think that's like, did. I think that's like one point for, for, for Ronaldo in that sense. Whoa. So, I mean, I th- I'm yeah, speculate, go ahead, go ahead. I don't
2: know if you noticed on that interview that um, he did come out and said, Hey, you know, like, especially like, uh you know, that rivalry, Man U Liverpool and, and he came out and said, Hey, I never expected, you know, Liverpool to the Liverpool fans to come out and, you know, on the seventh minute to kind of like give that moment of silence for, you know, losing one of the twins. Um, so he did kind of, you know, give out that props. And 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 it was part of that. Um, they, they did say, hey, Ronaldo's missing some of the preseason because personal yeah. reasons and, you know, all that good stuff. But again, the media never said Ronaldo's side of it. It was just kind of saying, hey, you know, Ronaldo doesn't want to be there. So we're going to go ahead and just say he's missing preseason because he, he wants to find a new club, which has kind of made him look bad.
0: Yeah, and I think there's always going to be talks about him leaving. I, I think he will leave after this this interview. Um, well, huh. Moving on about how, I, yeah, I mean, like I said, the whole Chelsea thing. I think no, well, I mean,
1: the, I mean, he, there's no coming back from this. You know, whether is Chelsea. you don't think so? Uh, Howie, I mean, it's there's no way. I will get. I'll get to it in a sec. Well, at least for me. Okay. But um,
2: no, there's not. They already brought brought in the lawyers and all that good stuff. He's okay. gonna end up in Arsenal watch. Hey, hey, but
1: but real quick. on the coaching <laughs> staff, hopefully. But, but, real, but real, quick, <laughs> right? So the whole, uh, you know, if if maybe if you know, I guess the naysayers would say that, um, like Ronaldo is like speaking out of term. There is a legitimate reason if this has something to do, you know, with the death of his twin son. You know, so I mean, if that. I mean, there's a little excuse there, you know, a very emotional time, you know, with the family and everything. So, I mean, it could be that, you know, that emotion on top of him not getting any playing time like that. But uh, I know people talk about that with this tarnishes legacy at United. I think he's, for United, he's already cemented. Uh, yeah, I guess you can say there could be a dent on it, but what he means to this club you know we took him in as you know a young kid so i mean what he's done for this club i mean he's always going to be a legend uh i'm always going to love him you know i i think he he went about it the wrong way but nonetheless i mean he has points obviously but i just i mean like i like i said you know the whole death of the twin son As you know, me as a father, you know, and anybody else, just as a person, you should. I think we all have some type of empathy. Not, not, not some type. We should have some empathy there, you know, regardless of who you support. You know, the whole Liverpool thing. Just as a human being, you should be like, oh shit, you know that's because then that that just puts it into realistic, like shit. If it can happen to him, that can happen to me, type of deal, you know. Because you always think the superstars or the you know those type of guys, shit like that, don't happen to them, but. You know it puts it into very realistic terms, like, oh shit, you know, so
0: you know, as far as like him, yeah the the whole death of of his kid thing is is like you said, any fucking person with feelings will empathize with him and and almost side with him and understand the whole preseason situation, but I'm sure there was many other situations together um the whole thing of him like saying that Manchester's trying to push him out. Would you think, or would you say, uh, Wally, I'll ask you this question. Would you say he's trying to, when he got there, being the level that he was at, seeing the type of football that he's at, being at Real Madrid for those many years, and I'm sure Real Madrid is a club that Definitely upgraded their technology, their things that they had to do, uh, their facilities, their training pitches, you know, the chefs, all the things that he called out Manchester United on. So he gets back here thinking, okay, United will definitely have to have some kind of advancement after Sir Alex. You know, times have changed. Modern football is changing and he got there and it's exactly the same. What you think he'd got there, but hey, we need to change this. We need to do this. We need to do that. And Manchester United was kind of like, well, who the fuck are you to come in here and tell us how to run a whole club? Like, yeah, you're a great player, but why are you in here telling us how a club? And you think maybe that sparked some kind of, um, basically some kind of argument within the directors or the people that he's saying are trying to push him out. What do you think, Wally? Yeah,
2: well, um, I don't know if you remember. There was some, a bunch of articles at the end of last season where... Um, they said hey Ronaldo's like demanding some changes. Um he's he doesn't want McGuire there. He doesn't want a few other players that he doesn't think are like menu like standard. Like he's expecting more out of some players and he's like, Hey, these players need to go. McGuire's the first one, he he has to go, he 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 can't play here anymore. Um I guess they brought in a new coach and you know the whole preseason and you know, some players go through that little spell of like, hey, we're playing like in a preseason game and we're playing the worst teams that we can play, and we're looking good. And you know, in preseason, Manu, everybody was like, "Oh, Manu is it's back. They're gonna be champions." Blah blah blah. You know their form, whatever. So everybody was like, "Okay, well, we have some solid base now. Let's keep the players." But Ronaldo did say at the end of the season, "Hey, these players need to be gone. We need to update this." Blah blah blah. Whatever. He he was demanding change, and the ownership of Manu is it's basically it's it's. Their standard is let's take money out of the club. The fans hate them. So a player like Ronaldo coming in and saying, hey, I need you to come in and, and spend money on this. It's, it's crazy. And, and I know that he's a, a fan favorite and everybody loves him. But to me, it's like he's going about making changes the, right, the wrong way. Like You can't expect to go into a big club and expect himself to be the superstar and expect every everybody to listen to what he has to say. I know he he has success levels that no player can dream of. And even if you dream of it, you're not going to be able to reach it.
0: Um, so I get it. I do I, I disagree I mean, with you, bro. I disagree with you. I think No, I think exactly what he was trying to do is the right way. And Ronaldo, like he said, United wasn't changing. They were at a standstill and they didn't want to change. Uh, He also said in one of his quotes that they use the Glazers, the owners of Manchester United, just use him as a... Basically, he didn't say this. I'm saying it. They use him as a cash cow. Their marketing is is super exponential. Like George was telling us in one of our other episodes, uh, when it comes to Liverpool's price and Man United's price, it's a different... It's a different price point But I feel like No offense George With Liverpool At this point in time You're buying a football club And with Manchester United It's like a big ass Fucking cryptocurrency stock That you're gonna make A shit ton of money from So I think What he said was right And I, I, he has a winning mentality He comes in And it reminded me Almost like of a Like a Kobe Bryant Which is a great A goat amongst uh, Basketball players He goes in there And basically wants To change things Sees things that need to be Moving in the right direction He probably called it out And no, and everybody was shook Like why the fuck Is he doing that But I don't think he went around About it the wrong way. If anything, this is, I feel like it's another point for Ronaldo, and he's exposing Manchester United, and I think they were. Not wanting to update and change And I think he called them on their shit And it was one person versus a board Or a whole fucking team that hasn't seen anything else And they obviously didn't like it When it's Uh one against, uh, you know, a thousand It's a little different So, the uh, Ahmad does stay here Real quick, Ahmad does stay here He says, Ronaldo has that winning mentality I don't blame him Uh, Wally, he didn't get to where he's at Without being the way he is So naturally he wants players with winning mentality And desire And I I feel like Casemiro came there because of this same reason i think he's a great cdm and i feel like ronaldo did have some kind of play in that um so when you're a great player you're going to want to surround yourself with other great fucking players so him calling them out on their shit i mean what you know that's what captains and people with experience gotta do go ahead here's the thing
1: though here's the thing okay like we said he went about it the wrong way or whatever y'all want to say but the thing is all these faults with Manchester united were already known so he decided to want to come back to this club Okay, as a 30, well, at the time, maybe 36-year-old. At that point in his career, like I said, I always say, what have you done for me lately? You know, just in terms of this year, nothing much is going on. At least you can say, okay, at least I'm putting in the work. There's no work there. He was brought in more so, like you said, for the cash cow, the jerseys, all that. But more importantly than that, he was brought in to be a leader. To show these guys, look, this is the mentality. It's, cause there's one thing about Ronaldo, whether you love him or hate him, he's a pro's pro, right? He takes care of himself, you know, all that good stuff. But now, how oh, he's doing it now, he's failing the young guys as the leader. Like, hey. Really? Why? I disagree. Why? What do you mean? Like, I Abby, mean, you're I disagree. Okay. He's speaking no, out, no, he's speaking. If you're gonna be a captain and a I, leader I, I mean, at that high of a level,
0: you gotta go out there and say what you no, say. He's not just because you're not liking it doesn't okay, mean that he's wrong.
1: Okay, but he's not doing it the right way. As a leader, Why he not as, doing it the as right As way? a leader, you go talk to the coach. You go talk to you know internally, but he's walking out for the Spurs game, making it about himself. If you're the leader, Freddie Dan doesn't do this. Roy Keane doesn't do this. Gary Neville doesn't. They played do under this. Sir Alex. Exactly. They played it, under Manchester United no, but, uh, okay, at a high level. He's the l- interview
0: is literally to say Manchester United. I mean, Manchester United is at a shit level. That's literally what the interview is about. Okay, and he's right. No, but I'm just saying. You're talking about players that played under one of the greatest you know, managers of all time. But, under one of the greatest okay, teams okay, of all but time. Non, it's levels. Nonetheless,
1: too. nonetheless, no, Ronaldo's never been known to be a leader or a captain. He's just a captain in in Portugal because that's just what it is. At Madrid, he he was never captain at Madrid. I mean, he could have been, but he just felt as a leader at United. And that's just facts, whether you disagree or not. Look, we just won against Fulham. A tough game. What's the story? This story, right? We're taken away from the club. And then we go back to Spurs. Brilliant game. Domination. Here we go, United. Man walks off. And then we go to the preseason with uh, Ten Hag. Hey, man, bless his heart. He's been, he's (laughs) just been, you know, steering the ship right with this club. It's something that, you know, like I said, I just feel like he's right in some points, like I said, about the standard of the club, but I just, he just went about it the wrong way how we're talking about it here to me.
0: Okay, okay so so Sorry just to, to just real quick, Wally. I'm going to let you go right after this, and, and it's a little confusing just because we're not in the same studio, as I'm sure some people may know. Uh, we do have Jerry Riveros, who I think is a, a big Ronaldo fan. He is saying, I believe there is a right way to do it, and he is not doing it the right way. Exactly. Um, and he was third captain at Madrid. Now, what I was saying is that the whole issue with what he's doing and calling out Man United, I agree. He might not be doing it the right way. Or I think not the right time. I think he, the whole, you know, there's no other way to do it. I think he's going to Piers Morgan, a great talk show. You know, the sports media might not have given it to us, and I think he's doing it the right way in that sense. Um, what I think he's doing the right way is being a leader to these guys, so I disagree with you on that. Uh, no, Whether he's performing at the level that he was performing at or not, he is still a leader to them. No, he, I promise you this, he's the first one in the gym and the one outside the gym. That's what you're supposed to show to the young guys. If he's, he's not banging in the goals like you want them, like you always say, that's what gets the fucking press to go crazy. He, he might not be doing that, but I promise you, he's out working these little
1: okay. But these, that, these I mean, kids or these young players just, in the gym. It's just more to that. It's not just working out. You know out. what's
0: crazy? We're talking all this shit, and we're not even there. Oh, obviously, <laughs> no, not even. But whatever. In the all case, right, so nobody's then nobody's there. <laughs> and Ahmad does say he's in the middle of changing his spark plugs because they are listening now, and he had to stop just to say that. I think Ronaldo is a leader. It might not be the vocal leader like Ferdinand. It might not be the local leader like even currently like Shaka or, or fucking Jordan Henderson from, from Liverpool or Van he's Dijk just, for he's Liverpool. He's just not a leader. He might not be— th- no, no, no. It's a different, George. And, I, and I'll say it to you because I don't think you're a leader either and I'm just being honest with you and I've been a captain all my life.
1: No, so I, I think being very
0: vocal and I'm not, and look, and I'll be honest with you, I'm probably like not even close to being one of the best players on the field when I play but I promise you this, I'm probably the best captain the best leader when I'm out there because I'm very vocal. I know how to, you know, put people okay. and motivate people and Ronaldo well, might not though. be that person That's because he's up top and focusing it, do you or do you not it don't well, matter yes it, it does you know what I'm saying
1: are people willing to be a captain people gotta be willing to quote unquote die for you right to follow you you know to the ends right you know it's great I can end this with one thing
0: have you played for Ronaldo okay have you no neither have okay, I okay then no that's what I'm saying neither <laughs> have I all, exactly this, that's what I'm saying but this is just speculation so we're both could be wrong no, it's there, speculation no, but there's
1: there's just God, I mean, there's ample enough of facts he was never a captain at United he's never been have you, a captain have you at Juve He's never been a captain Real Madrid. He's just a captain of Portugal, just because that's how it he is. He was a
0: captain. He was a captain at Real Madrid, and he a actually was captain. a captain in Portugal, and no, they Harvey, fucking won hey, the Euros Harvey, while he's out here coaching on the sideline. Your okay,
1: you're just a fanboy. Lord have mercy. You're just a fanboy. George.
0: He's just a fanboy. <laughs> was, was he not? Was he not on the sideline coaching the Euros when he got injured? Okay, what, he didn't even. What is he that, didn't even play that, that game, it? and they won that shit. Yes, he did. He got. Sucked that's out. what a captain does. That's what uh, Harvey, a captain. Yeah, because no, he got injured. you have seeing
1: it with a fanboy eyes. Not. In the terms of Look, anything else. All
0: I'm saying is, you're wrong. Okay, Ronaldo you're is wrong. a leader. He might not be the greatest no, leader I mean, of all time, but no, he is a leader.
1: No, he's not a leader.
0: I'm just, I mean, that's just simple facts. Now, how George is, simple is facts? just I, he's I, never I can't been be wrong. A like that. It might not be your best captain of all time, like I just explained well, not, to you, but it doesn't okay, mean that he's not. I'm not
1: saying he's like top 10, like as a captain, right? But he's never been a captain. I, I I know you can say he has been a captain, been a third, ca- the a third captain. That's a wrong third captain. There you go. Congratulations.
0: I'm not look. I'm not saying he's the greatest leader of all time, but he was a leader. Uh, no, that's a, that's all I'm saying. I, and I'm just I'm just telling you you're wrong no. and you're disagreeing. Which these are facts. No. Like you go up there has Ronaldo been a captain? Yes. Oh okay, Well, obviously there's, there's nothing obviously else there. He was
1: just a captain two weeks ago. Obviously,
0: we're gonna go we're gonna go right here to our guys that are speaking to us. Jerry says I don't know if he's a good leader basically what I just said for young. Cause I'm not at the practices, but he has earned a lot. Okay. That is something to see. And then Ahmad says, I'm sorry, George, but I agree with X. All right. Anyways, Wally, back to what you were saying.
2: No. And just to add to like what X was saying, he's right about it because he is the first guy to go to the gym. Last guy to leave. There's a couple interviews from current menu United players saying, Hey, since Ronaldo came in, you know, we're eating better. You know, our, um, we hit the gym earlier We leave um, later So basically like The first season I'm not going to say It was a success Or a failure Because You know Manu was a lot worse Before he came in So they finished In a higher position Than the previous season But They have been saying that Hey Ronaldo came in And changed the mentality um, Fucking facts To me He came in I say he's a player's Manu pro And started playing worse with him He's a
0: pro's pro That's a fucking leader You're the first one to do it You're leading it God damn, go Wally. Sorry, <laughs> correct. But I mean, he's a leader,
2: but he was the worst thing that could happen to Man U. Him coming back, they, they were playing a lot better. I agree. Him. They changed their whole system to focus on Ronaldo scoring goals. Um, and if you guys remember the the season before he joined, well, that summer he was supposed to go to Man U. And and he even said on that interview, he's like, "Hey, yeah, Sir Alex, um, Man City, Man City, out to me, he called me." Uh, yeah, Man City. Sorry. He he reached out to me and called me and said, hey, you know, don't go there. You're going to fuck up your legacy with Man U. Come back, make it, you know, make it happen. Lead us back to where we need to be at. And unfortunately, it didn't work out for him. And and I think Man U messed up bringing him back. I, honestly, I, I think they should have just let him go to Man City and mess Man City up. I feel like it
0: almost proves his own point about how they're just a marketing club. And what were they going to do? He literally broke the jersey sales in the history of any Premier League club when he came back to Manchester United. So literally what he was just talking shit about them just being a milking cash flow marketing uh club is exactly what happened. So it's so crazy that his own point was by his own. But he wanted to come back. Going, Yeah, to going back. But I agree. I think we all agree. That uh he is not suited for Manchester United and he wasn't and he actually kind of fucked him up. I do agree with that. Uh just to go back to my guys that are messaging us, uh says, George, you were just boasting Ronaldo like two episodes ago, my boy. What the fuck are you talking about? So I know I, no. I just said I, I just said no. And he's says, my hey, hold on. <laughs> and then he does say that uh, you know, being a leader isn't just wearing the armband, and I couldn't have said it any better. Um but yeah, okay. So then moving on real quick, he also says, uh, I feel some people don't want me here at Manchester United. It's not only this year but also last season too I feel like we kind of already hit on that uh, he says I don't have any respect for Eric Hagen, but he doesn't show respect for me so it's simple now we don't we're not in the ins and outs so we don't know kind of how you know when Ten Hagen came in did he automatically disrespect Ronaldo or did Ronaldo kind of disrespect him it had to start somewhere and who's to say where it comes from Happy. of course Ronaldo's going to say it. it firstly came from the coach or it could have okay. been the coach coming okay. in and the reason I say that is I have coaching experience so if you come in as a coach you want to automatically kind of like show that you know this your best, the best guy that people are saying. You kind of want to like kind of push him to the side and be like, "Look, you're going to be the same as everybody else." And maybe Ronaldo, being who he is, they didn't appreciate that, and that's where he felt the the disrespect. Now, I could be wrong, so I feel like eric Ten Hagen kind of came in the way he should have, and Ronaldo was kind of being somewhat of a diva, and that's where maybe the issues could have started from. Sorry, George, you go well, ahead. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say before he even gave the man a chance, he was like, "I want to get out of here." So
0: yeah, yeah so yeah. I mean, that's what I was trying. Right, yeah, to exactly. Say. Uh,
1: You know, the whole, like, I don't respect him. I feel like from what we know, I mean, obviously everybody speculates unless you're one of the Man United players. But what we do know based on, you know, what we've seen is that when he walked out in the preseason, I know there was multiple guys and I know the media singled out Ronaldo for obvious reasons, but Ten Hag was, you know, he kind of played it off, right? He just like, all right, we'll get through this, whatever, problem solved or whatever, forgotten the whole Spurs thing, right? He suspended him for a game or didn't call him, but then he brought him back. So, publicly, he has, he, has had, he has had his back. Because, I mean, let's just say Sir Alex Ferguson, shit, he might still be out. He even gave him the captain, captain armband for whatever that's worth. So, he's shown to publicly back Ronaldo. Obviously, behind closed doors, we can all then, you know, say whatever, but Publicly, Ten Hag, I think, has handled this as good as you can, given the circumstances, and the and the team's playing better, like under him. So
0: yeah, and you know what's crazy? Uh, basically, to back you, I feel like Ten Hag has had his back. Base uh, and to back you, he has come on and played Ronaldo. So I feel like it was it that statement he made kind of surprised me. Cause I feel like they kind of work shit out. And remember I was saying in our previous episodes, like the way that he handled the Ronaldo situation, I thought was great. Uh, he's been playing him. Ronaldo's been, you know, playing as well. Obviously he's not the Ronaldo we all know. So he's not banging in the goals like he used to. So that statement was kind of, kind of weird. So, uh, but you know, it just kind of goes to show that, you know, they're probably not there saying like, Oh fuck you, Ronaldo. And I was like, well, fuck you, you know, yeah. or, or you know, vice versa. Uh, but I think that there is a disconnect. And when you, like we said, well, how we stated, I don't know if we agree or not, but Ronaldo being one of the leaders is definitely something yeah. that you don't want uh, in the club, yeah. and I think that's that's toxic. And, you know, Ronaldo isn't, isn't just in case some people don't know, he isn't the first person to kind of call out Manchester United. Slatan uh, Ibrahimovic in um, his autobiography, did say, everyone thinks of United as a top club, one of the richest and most powerful in the world, and seen from the outside, it looked that way to me, but once I was there, I found a small, closed mentality. So, I mean, it just goes to show that this isn't something... New, yeah. uh, I know that you stated that there are some things that Manchester United fans already know that he's saying, but it's just going to emphasize again um, basically the things that he's doing. Now, like, like I said, this was going to be somewhat of a, of a shorter episode because we don't have the full interview. And I'm sure when the full interview comes out, we might come back and revisit this. But would you say what he's saying? Okay, overall, the summary. Would you say what he's saying is right? but you think the yeah. timing was wrong and maybe he should have said it after he left the club. Like if he got transferred out in January um, and then stated that, i be like, okay, you know what? He's, he's yeah. saying this about a club. And I feel like him almost saying this almost kind of helps United. Cause now they're like, well shit, eyes are on yeah. us now. Now we got to kind of become a more modern club. Well, what do you think, George? Well, yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, here's the thing with the whole, uh, uh, United, I guess, uh, I mean, there is, you can, you can, as a United fan, you can agree with that there's been a level of complacency poster Alex. Like I said, 13 titles, two Champions Leagues, you know, countless other domestic trophies. Obviously, you know, like you said, there's a close-mindedness in terms of like, you know, we got it, right? Like, who's anybody to tell us what to change, right? But I think ultimately, I think we can all agree, Ronaldo's doing this more so to get the hell out.
0: Because, I mean, that bridge is burnt. You know, well, like we said, I think, I think that the Chelsea thing was already in no, play. I don't know if no, he'll yeah. be there. I think it was already in play for him to leave. That's why I think he's like, fuck it, I've had enough of this shit. Let me go out there and expose you. No, yeah,
1: but like, like I said, I don't think he exposed anything anybody really knew. But like you said, if anything, this does, I think, put pressure on the club, on the owners, you know, all the front office people. Because for the United fans that have always. Being protesting like or whatever you you know about the glazers now they have the quote unquote backing of one of the goats so if anything hopefully you know this negative turns into a positive and that's the way that I've thought about it as in like okay one of the main legends of this club is saying this you know push back now cuz like everybody's talking about it not just people that like us that listen to football or watch it even like just regular uh, people because I mean we're talking about this guy Ronaldo has such a fucking following that you got regular people just talking about it so I hopefully you know this is the first step in the right direction and I think it is with Ten Hag but like like you said about upgrading everything structurally because nobody wants to come to a club where day to day you know you got outdated shit you know what I mean Well, you got the other yeah. club down the street that got the fucking high tech shit type of deal
0: I will say, like, just to kind of end it, and I know there's, like, when the when the interview will come come up and the full thing, there'll be more for us to talk about. Um, and the agreements with him, I feel like you guys haven't really had anything to be, like, super excited about. You kind of have just thrown money at some of the issues, and not even that much, uh, and just being who you are has kind of helped y'all get to where you are. I, I thought Ali was an okay coach. But now under Ten Hag, you definitely see something changing, the chemistry and the way the football is being played. Um... So that that is exciting to see, and I think it is time for him to go. It is sad to see him being one of the goats, uh, go out kind of like this. But like I said, it kind of it, it just kind of goes to how you see the things. Uh, I like the interview. I like that he spoke out. I haven't seen the whole thing. Some people mm-hmm. are going to disagree with me. Um, But hey, you know, Alpha Male is going to speak out no matter what the fuck he thinks. You can't be a beta all your life and just kind of keep your mouth closed and be like, no, I can't be bigger than a club. He said, fuck that shit. I'm going to speak up and do what I got to say. But anyways, uh, when the full interview does come out, we'll have some people join us and we'll have some more things to talk about. Hopefully you enjoy this small episode. Georgie, thank you for joining me. Uh, Walter, thanks again for joining us. Uh, And Ahmad and Jerry, thanks for your input. I hope everybody has a good rest of your day, afternoon, night, whatever it might be. Thanks for joining us on Foot News. Uh, Just stay tuned for this next episode. Peace. Peace. thank you guys for joining us on foot news we appreciate you guys listening all the way through please message us with any feedback that you might have on instagram at xavi_mira xavi underscore m-i-r-a and at george saldana that's j-r-g saldana all together. see you guys next week much love peace